Hey, everybody, this is Fred Ricciani of the TSC News Podcast. I sincerely appreciate y'all checking us out. For those wondering how you can access us, we're everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, you name it, we're on it. We also have an official YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the sports courier. Or you could just search my name, Fred Ricciani, or TSC News. Be sure to enable notifications so you never miss an update. We're also on Instagram at TSC News, Twitter at Sports Courier, Facebook.com slash the Sports Courier. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the latest TSC audio. Ben, I'll get the first question in. It's from Donna Corby. Ben, uh, first off, I suppose the obvious question is uh, correct stoppage. Uh, I thought I was fine, but, you know, whatever, that's his job. And if that's what he felt, that's what he did. Is that uh, is that that for your combat sports career? Uh, no, I'm gonna take about a million dollars home in the bank and I'm gonna coach some wrestling. Ben, uh, I just wanted to say, if if you don't step into a cage or a ring again, thank you for all the great memories throughout uh, your your boxing MMA career, uh, and and uh, congratulations on the gigantic payday. Huh, you got it. All right, next up is Euro Under King. All right, Ben, the main question here is, do you think that uh, Taylor and Dake can both pull away with Olympic gold medals this year? Uh, I think the United States American wrestling team has, uh, both on the women's side and the men's side, we have a lot of really good chances at uh, medals. I mean, I think probably four or five in men's freestyle. And I mean, we have the opportunity to get six in women's freestyle. So it could go really well. Okay, next up is Perfect Parlay Pursuit. What do you think about Cardano, specifically Charles Hoskinson? Uh, I can't tell you anything about Car- Charles Hoskinson. I can tell you Cardano's done really well by me because I bought it at $0.08. Cents. Um, and I don't know which smart contract platform is going to win out, but I think Cardano's doing a good job. Okay, next up is Joe Lee. In comparison to an MMA fight, I just wanted to know where your nerves were at going into the fight tonight. Um, I, I wasn't nervous at all because, you know, at the end of the day, my, my, my life doesn't change one way or the other, you know, in MMA, I was always pursuing or, or defending uh, a world title really. And, you know, today I was doing a, a fun boxing match and if it turned out great, then great. And if it turned out shit, then my life is the same. So, uh, there were really no nerves whatsoever. And just quickly, was it true about 6ix9ine asking to uh, walk you out tonight? That is true. And Tyron, and then two people after him said, uh, no way, Jose. <laughs> okay. Commiserations, and hopefully we'll see you uh, back again soon. I will not be back again. <laughs> I should come to wrestling in, 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 in any sort of cage. I will not be in any sort of cage. All right. Next up is Jeremy York. Probably didn't quite go the way you wanted it to, obviously. No. But uh, like, like you said, this wasn't going to impact the legacy of, of Ben Askren. You've done so many great things yeah. up until this point, so many more great things to come up. Well, the obvious question, what is next? Is it coaching? Is it, you, just, you just said maybe not in a, in a fight capacity. Is it coaching now? Yeah, I'm just going to continue with my life as it was, podcasting and coaching. And that's kind of what I told you guys all I was going to do. I mean, it is unfortunate. I, thought, I really did think I, I could do better. It's... Um, yeah, that was not fun. Okay, next up is Boxing Social. Unfortunately, with the loss and the way it went down, there'll be a level of ridicule that comes with it undeservedly. Were you prepared for that coming in and what's coming, essentially? Probably deserved. Why why do you feel that way? I got knocked out by Jake Paul. It's fucking embarrassing. (laughs) Hmm. Um, 
like you look very stone faced and like it hasn't really phased you. But I'm just wondering, like behind that, how are you feeling emotionally? I don't really give a shit. There's some pizza waiting in my hotel room. I'm gonna go eat that. I'm gonna go fly home and hang out with my kids tomorrow. And uh, on Monday, I'll probably be at wrestling practice. And finally, like just I know it sounds trite, and then you could probably say, well, you got hit with a knockout punch. But what really went wrong tonight? Uh, you know what? I heard uh, my coach Mike. He was saying. Uh, I was definitely overreacting to his feints, and that was probably uh, that was being the end. I probably shouldn't have reacted that hard to the feints. And uh, you know, if that ref would have let me grapple a little longer, maybe that would have helped out a little bit. But hey, there are no excuses, right? I got in a fucking boxing match, and uh, it didn't go so well. Next up is Gabriel Gonzalez. Hey Ben, uh, first off, just can you explain? That moment, you know, you get up from the knockdown. What exactly did you say to the ref? What did he say to you? Because we're all seen and we're like, what the heck was that? Can you tell us what exactly happened? I said, I'm fine. And he said, no, you're not. I said, no, I am. And he said, "Uh, no, you're not. And then he stopped it. And then, you know, like uh, he's in charge. And so I can't really debate him that much. Compared to other hits you've taken, you know, the Robbie fight, Robbie Lawler, anything else? More hurt, less hurt? What, What was it? I don't really feel any pain, but uh, I guess it caused me to fall down. So, so that's not good. Okay, next up is Daniel Bittman. Hey, Ben. Uh, we all know two things. One, you're a world-class athlete. And uh, number two, we know that you've had to answer pretty much the same question every time and that you're going to do the same thing, win or lose. Um, do you think that, that calm nature had anything to do with the loss tonight, not breaking enough uh, adrenaline into it? No, I fought, I fought as hard as I could. I, uh, I mean, I trained as hard as I could, right, given the fact that I was sitting on the couch for 16 months. They said, let's fight. I said, okay. I started training right away. Um, given the amount of time, I got into as good a shape as possible, and uh, I took it seriously. I was, I was very dis- disciplined in my training, so I don't really I – ha- I have no excuses, right? Um, and like I said, I was very comfortable going in there. I don't know. I just got hit with a hard punch, I guess. Next up is Hans Themistod. You know, obviously, since you just lost, do you kind of respect him now? Um, like no, the skill set? I don't. No, not, no. I don't. Because I want to see him get in the fight, and I, I'm sorry I let you down. I didn't get to get in the fight with him. He hit me early. You know, as I said, that that's when you respect someone is when, when you see what they're made of. And, you know, I was hoping that you guys would get to see that tonight, and, and I, I let a lot of people down because they didn't get to see that. That, that kind of follows me up to my next question. Um, do you feel like you let the MMA community down? Because, I mean, it was a boxing ring, and I guess technically you – I mean, you did say that he's I not – I let really the MMA boxing. community down. I let the world down. People fucking hate Jake Paul, and they wanted to see me make him miserable, and I didn't do that. So I let the – I didn't let the MMA community down. I let the world down. And if I could just ask you this one last thing. Yeah. Um, obviously, you were in MMA. If there's one perch from MMA kind of around his weight class, um, who was that guy that you would kind of nominate – Tyron Woodley. I would love Tyron to whoop him up. Tyron wants to fight Oscar De La Hoya, but um, I would love for Tyron to fight Jake Paul. I mean, he's a he's a significantly better boxer than I am. So, um, yeah, that would be the, that would be my guy. And next is Paul Gant. Go for it, radio. What do you see in terms of Jake Paul and his future in boxing? Do you I, think there is I a future? Don't give a shit about Jake Paul. Next question. <laughs> ben, thank you. Yep. Have a good day. Peace. All right. First question is for Joe Lee. Congratulations, Jake. You've now beaten two YouTubers, a professional athlete in Nate Robinson, now a professional MMA fighter in Ben Askren. Is the next logical step for you to fight a professional boxer? I don't know, man. I'm going to do whatever I want, honestly. I feel like I'm living in a dream right now. 
And honestly, I, I don't think I'm going to be doing good at these interviews right now because I've had so much on my mind in the past 10 days and I've had to hold it together. I've had to persevere through a lot of hard shit, allegations, death. The list goes on and I don't, I don't know what's next for me, man. I've been going for 14 months fighting three times. I talked a lot of shit. Look, I don't know what's next, man. I, I'm, I'm going to just enjoy my life for a second. Next up, Euro under King. Now, Jake, we don't know what's next, but a lot of people have been calling you out in terms of fighting Joe Fourier earlier in the night, Dylan Dennis, and also uh, Tyron Woodley in the corner of Ben Asker in the night. I know you don't know what's next in terms of the things that have happened in your life recently, but could you pinpoint any one of these carriers in this? I honestly don't even know who those people are. And please don't ask me any dumb questions. Next up, Dona Corby. Jake, uh, congratulations on a great result. Uh, after the fight, you were clearly very emotional in, uh, in the ring. Of course, like you mentioned, an insane uh, 10 days. Obviously, the, the passing of Shadow clearly affected you throughout the week. Could you talk to us about, uh, about that moment, uh, just yourself on your knees in the ring? When Shadow passed away, it was uh, it was one of the weirdest, difficult things I had to deal with in my life. I still haven't processed it. I still haven't dealt with it. It's it, it, I, I just it's hard, man. It's hard, and, and I had to hold it together as a, as a warrior for my team and focus on the mission ahead. And Shadow told me. The whole entire time, he said, you're going to get him in the first round. I've had visions. I've had dreams. <clears throat> when you knock him out in the first round, we're going to get it tattooed. And I had to suppress all my mo emotions. I had to stay focused. When I got the W, I, I, it just it just all sort of set in. And this one is is truly for him, man. This guy is a legend, and he had my back 24-7, and uh, I wish he was here to experience this moment with me, man. And that that's sort of why it's, it's just surreal. I, I feel like my life is a movie. I can't believe it. I, f I feel like I'm dreaming, dreaming right now. And... I know he's watching down right now. And he's like, I, I got your fucking back for the rest of your life, brother. And I, I don't know what to say. Like, it's been hard for all of us. Uh, for real. But he's here with us. I felt his energy. He gave me goosebumps right before the fight. And rest, rest in peace, Shadow. Forever he will live. Forever he will be there protecting me. And man, like, this is just surreal. This is, this is history in the making. So I know that, um, I know that you expected to um, not bend out in the first round. Um, a lot of people expected you to win also. 
Um, but when you fought Nate Robinson um, and you took him out pretty easy, and then you fought Ali, Ally, Edson Gibb, you, you took him out easily. Did you kind of expect the same thing with Askren, where you know you thought you were going to take him out with like one shot, or did you kind of expect him to just be at least a, a little more resilient? I, I mean, I said it the whole time. I said this fight's going to be easier than Nate Robinson, and no one believed me per usual. At one point, I was the underdog as a betting favorite. I'm not going to let y'all forget that. I was the underdog. <laughs> that sounds crazy, but I was the underdog. And I knew it was going to be easier because Nate Robinson was weird. He fought like, like a random guy on the street. Like, I don't know. I knew Ben was going to sit there like a typical MMA fighter and just have no head movement. And his body was going to be wide open. And I'm just too powerful. The, the cows in Ohio produce a different type of protein. And <clears throat> when I'm sitting there bailing hay since a 10-year-old, I just got some real thick shit in my arms. Next up, Michael Woods. That was a hell of a right hand you threw. Did you know, Jake, when you threw it, that it was going to have that level of impact? And did you set him up? you remember what happened in that uh, final sequence? I set him up for sure. I was going to the body the whole fight. I, I was barely hitting him. My check hook was fucking him up. But I was setting him up the whole time. I was, per I was saving the right hand uh, for, for, for that moment because I knew he wouldn't see it coming. And my coach in the corner was like, don't load up. Don't load up. <laughs> That's what he told me the whole camp. Don't load up. Don't load up. But I was like, this guy's a joker. This guy's a joker. I'm loading up right now, coach. Sorry. Unfortunately, that's the last question. Yeah, guys, I'm out of fucking breath. I'm out of my voice is gone. I need like four more shots. I love you guys. Thanks, everyone.